Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another digital citizen. My name is Fro. With me, I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Where are you? Uh, I'm at home. Where are you? <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm at home. Uh, did you have problems starting this podcast or something? The the not what well, what is it called? The door handle on the <laughs> on my bedroom broke right mm -hmm. like right before we started, and so I couldn't get in to get to the computer. <laughs> so I had to like tear things apart to get in here, but I managed to make it. The door handle is completely broken. I'm gonna have to replace that, but whatever. Oh, yeah. We all have our problems. Would be fun uh, when you wrote a, a a thing in our Facebook group of like, oh, by the way, do we have our Facebook group group still? What do you mean? Uh, is it still up? We I'll... never talk about it. I would assume so. Yeah. <laughs> Luke is so into Facebook. Tron posts are I see him posting on there, so yeah, I post on there okay. sometimes. I know I just like random things I'll put on there. Yeah, yeah. Another digital system Facebook if you want to join. For some reason, maybe we we can create a metaverse there. Luke, people can come and meta listen to our podcast. I don't think that's. The same, but maybe, yeah, a, a meta podcast where, <laughs> you, what is it, what is their it's Facebook one called, Horizons or whatever, do it in, in there where nobody can see it because nobody's in, in that thing, as far as I can tell, everybody I've seen that's tried to go onto Horizon Worlds, it's like a completely empty, like there's nobody there, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you showed me some, was it a... Moose or something that was there some weeks ago. I don't know. I've seen a couple of videos, so it's hard. It's hard to say which one you're talking about. But yeah, still a war going on. I have heard some rumors about. Mm -hmm. Uh But uh, let's talk about the most important thing in the entire fucking world uh, that the U.S. Senate finally. Has made a bill to make daylight saving uh, permanent because that is maybe the most important thing. Daylight saving time, of course, was last weekend in America, uh, and what it's two weeks for you, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's what we determined. Well, yes. Uh, the U.S. Senate on Tuesday has passed legislation that will make daylight savings time permanent starting in 2023, so not this year. Aww. Uh, ending tw the twice annual, annual changing of clocks in a move to promote... Uh, oh, promoted by supporters advocating brighter afternoons and more economic activity. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah, they have done, done studies uh, about this, and according to the study, it's, it's completely bullshit. <laughs> it does absolutely nothing. Actually, there's more accidents after daylight saving than uh, before. Yeah, they, I, 
think I heard something like in well in America after daylight savings time it's like a six percent increase in car accidents. Right. Yeah. Um it says and, borders... and and then people say like, Oh, you have to you have to do it because of the farmers and the farmer says like no? The cows don't care? <laughs> yeah, it says uh, supporters say that it could prevent a slight uptick in car crashes uh, around this time, and and it points to studies showing a small increase in the rate of heart attacks and strokes as well. They argue the measure could help businesses such as golf courses draw more use in the evening. And I mean, those things don't matter. I just think it's just dumb, and that's why, you know, it's just a silly thing from, like, history... That we really yeah. don't need anymore, and yeah. are continuing to do it just out of what habit and tradition, yeah. even though it's just pointless and everybody hates it. Well, most yeah. everybody hates it. Yeah, no, it, it is. Uh, I mean, it's so old. I remember Penn and Teller had an episode about it in their like season of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talked about how bullshit they they liked saving is then, and that was many 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 years ago. So, I mean, it's one giant step for man, a little step for mankind. It says the Senate has approved the measure, and they're calling it the Sunshine Protection Protection Act. <laughs> uh, of course they do. It was a unanimous vote uh, to pass it. And the House of Representatives has uh, held a committee to hearing on the matter, but must still pass the bill before it can then go to Joe Biden to be signed. So it got a while, a ways to go before it's like actually comes into mm -hmm. law. But I, I can't imagine the House uh, voting it down. And I don't know why Joe Biden would, but maybe he, maybe, I don't know. It says the White House has not said whether Biden even supports it. Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi declined to say if she supports it. I don't know why you would... <sighs> well, that, like, this isn't like a, a controversial issue, I don't think. I think like something oh, like so 70, where it said down here in the... A uh, 2019 poll found that 71% of Americans prefer, prefer to not uh, change their clocks twice a year. Who is this 30 or 29% of people who are like, yeah, I love really losing an hour. <laughs> I guess the gaining of an hour is sometimes nice, right? But yeah. then the losing of the hour is the one that really is annoying, I think. Yes. And it's always uh, uh, funny when we do it back and forth because me and Luke never remembers what way it is uh, if uh, we're going to have the podcast an hour early. Well, we've gotten better at it. The one thing about this is, like, it, it, next year, if this does pass, you're still going to have daylight savings time, so we're still going to have to figure that all out. Yeah. 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 So that will be fun. Just when we got it, had it like slight, like at this point, we've kind of pretty much got it figured out, like how it's gonna yeah. be, how we're gonna yeah. uh, change when you change and when I change. But now we're gonna mm -hmm. have to go and figure it all out again because they're changing everything. You know, I I wish I wish there was like a world council of things, and this was one of the things that the world would agree on. Well, don't tell Alex Jones that because. 
New World Order and all that. That's what that's kind of what you're talking about. Yes. But I am I'm pro I'm pro New World Order if it uh, does that it changes time. And also how we 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 uh, take away your stupid foots and inches and go to meter everyone. Uh, I wouldn't mind that either. And yeah, but I'm just so used yeah. to inches the non-metric system at this point like i use it so much that it would be weird to go but it's so much easier to like calculate things in metric yeah it is and also celsius please that one it does i think that's all relative to be honest but either way really yeah no because zero celsius is actually like it, it is it is based on, on, on very, very smart things. Like, it's cold when it's minus, it's plus when it's hot. Right, I get that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I don't know. Either either one of them is fine with me. I, either way, it's like te- temperature is, 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 you know, it's hot or Relative. it's cold. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's hot. Uh, oh, it's hot or it's cold. It, it, is it yes or is, is it no as well? It's no. It's no. Oh, oh okay. Then it's in and then it's out. Uh, talking about things that should be out. Uh, uh, Russia should be out of Ukraine. See what I did there? Uh, yeah, and the war between yeah. Ukraine and Russia has is dragging on. It is clear that Ukraine has mounted a far better resistance to Russian forces than many have expected. Uh, oh, to continue absolutely. to do so, however, Ukraine needs help from the West, and that brings a dangerous risk of war that could escalate if it involves NATO. Russia warned the West against sending further arms, saying uh, arms convoys coming into the country could be considered legitimate targets for Russian armed forces. Um, speaking on Russia Channel 1 broadcaster on Saturday... Uh, the foreign minister issued a warning to the West that could lead to direct confrontation between NATO and Russia. Mm. Because we are sending, you know, planes and, or, uh, equipment there, right? So, uh, right. uh, there was a talks about sending planes from the United States. That doesn't look like it's going to happen, but if, uh, the Russians attack a NATO convoy and then the NATO convoy uh, ha- defends itself against the Russians, that's a direct conflict, obviously, between NATO and Russia at that point, if that makes sense. Mm. You know, I I, uh, I, I think that uh, the war will be shorter than I was fearing it would be. It looks like, uh, at least, it looks like there there's this final battle for for Kiev because Kiev is kind of like where where everybody is at this moment, and that's kind of like the the final battle place as I understand it. Uh, well, that's the main thing that Russia wants to take over. Um, right. It says uh, if Russia attacks Western arms shipments, it takes conflict. To a new level of NATO versus Russia, this is a critical moment in the conflict uh, coming up," says Timothy Ash, a senior uh, market strategist for Blue Bay Assets Management. I don't know why that guy 
has yeah. a lot to say about it. But I think that's the whole thing here is uh, it could cause escalation, which would be bad um, if... Yeah, I, I mean, the only option to here is to not send equipment to Ukraine, right? Mm. To avoid this, yeah, that's the I, only way to do that. I don't really see that as a... As an option? As an option either, yeah. Yeah, so there's not really anything we could that anybody can do to stop this from happening. Yeah, it's a... Uh, that's not good, <laughs> in my opinion. Nope. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's kind of like... Yeah, I, 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 I just hope the talks of peace goes through, because they have been talking a lot, so we will see if that comes into anything. Uh, Facebook allows war posts urging violence against Russian invaders. Uh, this is maybe not as good either. It's just very strange as well. Meta platforms will yeah. allow Facebook and Instagram users in some countries to call for violence against Russians and Russian soldiers in the context of the Ukraine invasion, according to emails seen by Reuters on Thursday. Uh, it is temporarily changing its hate speech policy. The social media mm. company is also temporarily allowing some posts that call for the death of Vladimir Putin or Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko, uh, including Russia, oh, in countries including Russia, Ukraine, Poland, according to internal emails. Uh, the calls for the leader's deaths will be allowed unless they contain other targets or have two indicators of credibility, such as mm. location or method, one email said in a recent change. Uh, the temporary policy changes, call f uh, changes on calls for violence to Russian soldiers apply to Armenia, Azerbaijan, Estonia, Georgia, Hungary, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Romania... Russia, Slovakia, and Ukraine. In the email sent to Meta moderators, uh, it's highlighted a change in the hate speech policy pertaining to both Russians and Russian soldiers in the context of the invasion. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Mm, I don't know. I I I I I think this is difficult. I I. I don't think it's Facebook. I think Facebook is kind of like uh, uh, drawing a, a weird line here. I find it strange how they are kind of like allowing this. Uh, I don't think, think it's a dangerous precedence. It's just strange that like you could just not do this. Is the the yeah. other like and that would. Mm, Nobody would even notice, probably, really, yeah. Uh, yeah. because it was already part of their hate speech policy, and all those right. things were already in place. So to do this, in in a way, all it says to me is, like, they're saying it's okay to call for the death of Russian soldiers and Vladimir Putin. Right. Um, yeah. N now it's okay, whereas before right. it wasn't okay, and now it is okay. Yeah. Uh, they say, we're doing this because we have observed... That in specific context, Russian soldiers, in quotes, is being used as a proxy for Russian military. Well, mm. what else would Russian soldiers mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the hate speech policy continues to prohibit attacks on everyday Russians, the email stated. Okay. 
last week Russia said it was banning Facebook in the country in response to what it had said were restrictions of Russian media, right, uh, which we covered, I think, last week or two weeks ago or something. Uh, yeah, I just, it's, I just don't see why I do this except, for, you know, except for just, like I said, they think that now it's okay to say those things where before it wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, the man that is trying to save uh, the world one uh, war at a time, Elon Musk, our uh, big defender of uh, peace and happiness. Uh, please forget that he called that man a pedo that uh, saved all the kids in Thailand. Please forget that, Luke. Okay. Uh, because we, we we have to remember that uh, Elon Musk is our uh, good uh, savior because he is now challenging Vladimir Putin to a duel over Ukraine because that is something you do in 2022. Uh, with your Elon Musk, it is. Uh, Elon Musk has challenged <laughs> Vladimir Putin to a fight over the invasion of Ukraine in a bizarre tweet Monday. He urged the Russian president to engage him in single combat, with the stakes being Ukraine, with Putin's name written in Russian and the word Ukraine written in Ukrainian. Uh, he says, I hereby challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat, the stakes are Ukraine. Uh, Mr. Musk tagged the Kremlin in the second tweet, again writing in Russian, uh, do you agree to this fight? Uh, Mr. Musk challenged Putin to one... Oh, is one of several posts he shared uh, about the war in Ukraine. Um, mm. I mean, I, I, this guy is off his rocker, obviously, but I think it's probably <laughs> just a stupid joke that he thought was funny, even though it's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not funny, and it's it's like... <sighs> okay, you, you, you have just gotten a kid, Elon Musk. you just gotten a kid. Relax. Be with your kids. I mean, one good thing he did, he sent, like, all these, uh, Starlink satellite, uh, upload things a few weeks ago to Ukraine, um, so that they can maintain a better internet infrastructure, you know, even with all the bombings and everything. So that was actually a good thing that he did for the whole situation, to be honest. Uh. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean... Uh, He's a little, um, um, uh, what do you call it, melomaniac? What is that? Egomaniac, yeah. Egomaniac, yes, thank you. Um, it says, oh, X, this is, is this his second child, uh, with his girlfriend Grimes earlier this month, calling her Mm -hmm. Exa Dark Sidrel Musk, or Y for short, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I did. I'd never seen. I mean, they have X and Y. Are their two kids now? So yes, yes, and uh, also uh, they are not really together anymore. And she's with uh, someone else. So yeah, I mean, uh, they're. Pro- I mean, they're probably still raising the kids together. But I don't know. I kind of have always thought in the past, like now that we do have like a metaverse type VR situation. Uh, maybe wars could start being solved in, like, 
in VR, you know what I mean? In like make <laughs> instead of actually killing people, maybe we should do some kind of war that's like a VR uh, fake war where you know what I mean? You if you win yeah. the video game, you actually get whatever you want out of the situation. If you want to, you know what I mean? Instead of killing people. I don't know, it's an idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 strange. And uh and uh yeah. I I I just can someone please take Elon Musk's cell phone from him so he stops tweeting stupid shit things? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think this is just a stupid joke that he thought was funny yeah. and clearly is not very funny. <laughs> uh, something else is no, that isn't that funny. Uh, Julian Assange denied permission to appeal the UK top court. Yeah, this is not good. Britain's top court on Monday nope. refused WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange's permission to appeal against the decision to extradite him to the U.S. The court says it refused the case uh, because it didn't raise an arguable point of law. Okay. Uh, the case is now expected to be formally sent to the British Home Secretary Pitra Patel, who will decide whether to grant the extradition to the U.S., the British District Court had initially rejected the U.S. extradition on the grounds that Assange was likely uh, to off himself in the U.S. Mm. prison conditions. Uh, in December, the High Court overturned the lower court's decision. Um, his defense team may still seek uh, to take his case to the European Court of Human Rights, uh, and his lawyers can also seek to challenge other points that he has had lost in the original district court decision. Okay, so they, they can still... There's still ways to fight this, but it, this is not a good... Uh, this is not looking good. Yeah, no, I... I, I read this and I, I got super depressed. I, I have to... I have to say that this... Guy has followed us through uh, podcasting pretty long, and I—he's one of my heroes. He really is, and I just, yeah, it's—it's it's sad. It's so sad to see that uh, he's now been in jail for so incredibly long, and and he's not allowed to like put his case out there. Uh. I hadn't seen this, but at the bottom it says um, Stella Morris, his partner, said on Sunday that they had finally been given permission to get married in prison later this month. So good yeah. they were fighting for that also. Uh, and so it's finally gone through. Oh, there's a train. Mm. Uh, Grimes, by the way, uh, Elon Musk's ex-girlfriend is reportedly dating whistleblower Chelsea Manning. That's weird. Really? Okay. I did not know yeah. that. I just sent you a link. <laughs> That's one of the weirdest things I've seen. And Elon Musk also has a girlfriend. Uh, so. I'm not surprised, I suppose. No. Uh, anyway. Mm. People, people are weird. Um... Uh, Things, things that is also weird, January 6th. Uh, now, uh, there's this document that shows that there was plans to storm the major government buildings. Right, we remember we talked about Enrico 
Enrique Tario last week uh, and new details from evidence cited in his indictment, uh, it revealed a plan with similarities to what unfolded at the Capitol, okay? The document found by federal prosecutors in the possession of the far-right leader contained a detailed plan to surveil and storm government buildings around the Capitol on January 6th last year. The document, titled 1776 Returns, was cited by prosecutors late last week in charging the far-right leader, Enrique Tario, with conspiracy. The indictment of him described the documents in general terms, but people familiar with it added substantial new details about the scope and complexity of his plan, and it it set out uh, for directing an effort to occupy six House and Senate office buildings on January 6th. The document, though, does not specifically mention an attack on the Capitol building, but it targeted high-profile government buildings in the immediate area, and in uh, the timeline, it set out the plan closely resembles what actually unfolded. Okay. Um, what do you think about this? Yeah, I, I mean, it it does support uh, the, the idea that uh, the whole thing was uh, uh, pre-arranged, I guess. Well, I don't even know that to be true, just because uh, the January, when we think of like the attack on the Capitol building, yes, that is what happened, but they're saying that the Capitol building wasn't even included in this plan. It says the document does not mention the attack on the Capitol building itself. Mm. So maybe there was a plan to do something else, and this is what ended up happening. But remember, there was also, like, bomb threats that happened on January 6th in front of, like, the DNC and, and the RNC and stuff. Mm. Um, I wonder if this is... I just wonder if this is uh, not as connected to the Capitol attack itself as it may... like. These people were involved in the capital attack, but maybe they were planning something completely different, I guess, is my point. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly they were they were planning on occupying six House and Senate office buildings, but not the Capitol building. I mean, the narrative I've had of the Capitol Six riot this entire time was that their plan was to go into the Capitol building to overturn the election, right? Yeah, that's what I thought as well, yeah. But this document does not specifically mention the no. Capitol building, which is where yes. that vote was being certified. So was their plan in this written document not to o- overturn the the certification of the election? Because they weren't planning on going into the Capitol building according to the document. See, this is what is confusing to me. I don't know. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's very confusing. Uh, many questions. Many questions Sorry. remain about the document, including who wrote it and how it made its yeah. way to Tario. According to prosecutors, um, the people familiar oh, and people familiar with the document, it was said the evidence the government has gathered suggests that it may have been provided to Mister Tario by one of his girlfriends at the time. Uh, hmm. Prosecutors have not accused Mr. Tari of using the document to guide the actions of the Proud Boys, who played a central role in the attack, nor does the charges against him offer any evidence that he shared the document with any of his co-defendants. Uh, but the document could help explain why prosecutors prosecutors have 
finally chosen to charge Mr. Tario with conspiracy, even though he wasn't at the Capitol during the attack, right, which we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. A little weird. Uh, A little confusing. A little, yes. Yeah. A, A tiny, tiny, tiny bit weird. Well, maybe not as weird as what happened in the Jesse Smollett's case this week, but uh, he was sentenced to 150 days in jail for fake hate crimes. That's not not the weird part, but uh, we'll come back to the weird part. He was sentenced to 150 days in jail and 30 months of probation for staging the hate crime against himself. Uh, He's facing a maximum sentence of three years in state prison. Uh, The ruling was handed down uh, by Judge James Lynn in Chicago's criminal courthouse on Thursday. The judge did not hold back when sentencing the the actor, who he he called profoundly arrogant, arrogant, selfish, and narcissistic. That's definitely true. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the end of the hearing, which almost took six hours, uh, the marathon session ended with an outburst from Samolette who maintained his innocence. So we have that video here. Yeah, because here's where the, the weird part He said he's innocent. Because... He's, you'll, you'll hear him say, I'm innocent, I'm, uh, I didn't do this. Well, that's maybe not the weird part. Mm, not uh, not the whole weird part, but let's, let's listen uh, no. to it, and then we'll talk about it. So let me know when you're ready. <laughs> three, three, two, one, play. Do you have any questions? It's a little quiet right at the beginning because he doesn't have a mic, but it gets louder. I'm not suicidal. Yep. He says, I'm not suicidal. Okay. I'm not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent, and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect He stuck the fist in the fears? I don't know. I don't know what that means. But here. I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. He thinks he's going to be killed in person. Jail time. I'm not suicidal. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Of Jeffrey course, Epstein. right. At, well, right after this happened, they sent him into the psych ward. Uh, obviously, um, he got out of the psych yeah, because, ward just recently, I believe. Yeah, because people that say uh, I'm not suicidal over and over and over again are usually suicidal. Well, yeah, and especially just after getting sentenced in the court and you say that over and over again, right. it's like at that point, uh, the jail and the judge kind of have a duty to be like, uh, well, if something does happen right after this, it's going to make us right. all look bad. So we have to, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we have to take precautions in this situation, but I guess the question is why does Jesse Smollett think that he's going to, uh, somebody's going to Epstein him. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I don't know if he thinks that or if he's just cray cray. That's another possibility, right? Yeah. Um, yes. What I saw, or, I read an article last night. I think it was an interview with his brother. I hmm. want to say it was his brother. Don't quote me on that. Uh, saying that uh, he believed that the police might off him. 
because he made the police all look bad in this whole thing, right? Um, well, he did, but I don't know if that's a reason to kill him. Yeah, I mean, other people saying, like, uh, saying other things, like, uh, you know, more conspiratorial things, like there's people who convinced him, the people mm -hmm. who convinced him to do the fake hate crime initially would be coming after him for some reason, so he wouldn't rat them out, and it's like, I don't know how, I don't know how, uh, there's no evidence to back that up at all whatsoever, so... Uh, oh yeah, no, it was Jesse Smollett's brother. I am seeing it now. Okay, good. Um, yeah, and Jesse Smollett has been moved from psych ward and into a regular. Jail. Yeah, I, I said that earlier, but yeah. yes. Um, it's it's weird. Uh, I I I wonder. Yeah, I think maybe he's just. Quite it even right. says here, well, not even that, narcissistic, like, self-centered, he feels right. like the world totally revolves around him, so he thinks that, like, mm. uh, people are after him. Paranoid, maybe, right. also? Yeah. Definitely yeah. something going on here, psychological. Uh, unless, in two in two weeks, if, he's find, if people find him hanging <laughs> in his cell, I'm, it's going to yeah. be really weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we will have this conversation played back to us, and then we will say, oopsie! Yeah, what was the but guy... Yeah, I don't think Jesse Smollett will be killed. Who was the guy, uh, the antivirus software guy, who was like, two weeks before he went into jail, said, if anybody kills me... Oh, yeah. And then yes. he ended up dying? Um, yeah, it's just... McAfee. McAfee, <laughs> right. Yes. He was also super paranoid and everything else like that, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um... What is Tron going to tell the truth about, uh, Luke? Well, there's a lot of talk about oligarchs lately. Uh, you know, Russian oligarchs and everything. Uh, mm -hmm. People really wanting sanctions on all the uh, really rich oligarchs in Russia... Trump uh, or Tron is going to uh, point out oligarchs are the so-called job creators and they're also the 1%. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Now the war is going on, we talk about sanctions against Russia and we have talked sanctions against rich people. Well, we don't call them rich people, we call them oligarchs. So, what is an oligarch? What is it? Yes, in the Norwegian definition, in a, yeah, I'm not going to use that word. The stand said, according to Wikipedia, oligarchs is a form of ruling. The political power is gathers a little group of people. Yes, a little group of people, often people with a lot of power and a lot of money. Does that word sound familiar for you? Does it? Because that is what in in the United States and the rest of the world, we call it 1%, or like conservatives call them, job creators. We cannot say, they don't want to say they are in the same league, because then it's going after everybody. But the same billionaires who sit in the ruling United States, ruling the rest of Europe, also is the same people we are now sanctions against in Russia. We just call them something different, so we, we don't have to say that we do 
so nothing hard and they they are the, they are the bad billionaires but ours are the good billionaires we are the, those are the people we can sanction against we cannot sanction against anyone else well i don't say it is not doesn't it's right to sanction against the russians it, it is and it must be done but isn't it little little strange that we have been often talking about we cannot do anything it goes against the 1% of job creators we cannot tax them. We cannot go after their money. It's impossible. We just have to let it be. We don't have the tools to do it. We do. We always had. It's all about will. Why can you not? We all said that oligarchs are earning money because they got some political power from Putin, a dictatorial regime, or they, they took it from the people. But isn't that what every one of those one percenters do? They're, they are killing the Amazon. They are killing the environment. They are screwing people all over the world. People living in poverty, but they're being, their fortunes are getting bigger and bigger. During the pandemic, the, the richest people are getting richer and richer, and the rest of us are getting poorer and poorer. We have to apply by their rules. Every one of those billionaires is oligarchs. They have a little group, and they have all the fucking power. They have all the money. I just want to go now to the big houses and the big cars and the big fucking boats. Why don't we do that with everybody? Let this sanction against the Russian be an inspiration. Because if they, all guys in Russia can be taken, we can take everyone else too. It's just a matter of will. I'm not against people getting rich. I'm not at all. If you're a good, if you have good business plans, if you're a good entrepreneur, go ahead and be rich. But the chief of Amazon is doing fucking slave labor. They have enough money to to stop every union there is. The surveillance over union, they're bashing unions. They're fucking keeping people as slaves and don't pay them. But they sell, you have all the money in the fucking world. They're not paying for the fucking defense. They're not paying for the police they're not fucking paying for everything because they have all the tax cuts where everyone else have to pay some people call this jealousy but but i'm not jealous i just want equality under the law i want days to be treated the same as fucking everyone else does because they have all the power we have nothing the oligarchs are the one percent oligarchs are the job creators they are fucking same group. If you can sanction one, you can sanction the rest. This is what Trump did. Trump tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you, Tron, as always. Thank you, Tron. Uh, TV round. I will start this week. Um, I saw Theodosia. Say that ten times fast. How do you even spell? Uh, is it start start with the th? Yes. Okay. A Theodosia. This is a adventure family show, according to <laughs> according to my uh, uh, Plex. Okay. Um, this is a bad show. Uh, it's from HBO Max Family. All right. Uh, sorry. I said okay. Yes, it is about this uh, uh, girl called Theodosia, or Theo, and she's a 14-year-old daughter of uh, two uh, egyptologists, 
uh, and they are like that uh, digging in the Valley of Kings in the 1900s. Oh, Egyptologists. Okay. I, yeah. All right. All right. Sorry, what did you think I said? I didn't have any clue what that was until you said the oh. the valley of the yeah the pyramids. That not now it makes okay. sense. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, and uh, it's an atrociously bad show. It's <laughs> it's. Uh, I saw two episodes, and I'm definitely out show it. It feels. It feels like it was made in the nineties. Okay. And uh, it's based on the book. <laughs> Uh, according to people, I have never read uh, the 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 books, and I'm, it just doesn't feel like uh, anything that should be made in 2022 because it's like it's it feels extremely outdated, right? And kind of like yeah, like it was made in the 90s. Just terrible, terrible show. Uh, yeah, so let's start with that shit show before before I talk about Upload Season 2, Luke. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, this came out this week. Uh, I wasn't super excited for this. It was okay show that we covered, but uh, since... I remember it had a it, good it was... ending. The ending of yeah. like Season 1, I really liked, Like, but the show itself was like mid-tier. But it had a good right. cliffhanger ending. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, uh, so do season two. <laughs> it has a good cliffhanger ending. You saw all of season two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's I mean, it's, it's seven episodes. So it's decent enough that you got through it, though. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it, it's in the middle of the road, I would say. Yeah, I meant to I see this, but I was like... I, I was really busy this week, so... Uh... I saw yeah. Domino Masters. I'm pretty sure you watched this, right? Yeah, you did. I did, yes. It was on Fox. I mean, it's very it was. similar. Obviously, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's even made by the same people who did Lego Masters, just because this is called Domino Masters, right? Wouldn't that make sense? Sure. Uh, either that or they're just directly stealing. But was Lego Masters on Fox? I want to say it was. It was, yes. Yes, okay. So, yeah, they're, they're doing a, a different spinoff, but it's... Mm, not playing dominoes, but obviously setting up dominoes and creating, like, domino art. Um, mm -hmm. But at least in this first episode, I don't know how... Like, when Fro watched it before me, I think, and he said, oh, mm. this is terrible, and I was like, how could this... Like, there's not really a whole lot of ways you could do this wrong, you know what I mean? Like, and somehow mm. they managed to make it bad. I like, because... Yeah. Watching Dominoes is so entertaining and generally, like, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, fulfilling. Uh, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, that's so... It gives you that, oh, that's so cool feeling uh, to mm. watch, like, somebody set up a whole bunch of Dominoes and then uh, actually go and, like, knock it down. Mm -hmm. Something about the way the camera work, they, like, did these slow motion bits in the middle of the domino stacks where it ruined the flow of like the the yeah. the pacing of watching the dominoes which is kind of what makes it satisfying that's what i was going to say right. there's something satisfying yeah. about watching dominoes fall mm. and they mm. managed to ruin that 
yeah. by putting in these slow motion shots. And oh, that was the other thing. The voiceover uh, people who are doing like play, oh. play-by-play, sports play-by-play oh. of dominoes falling. That was completely uh-huh. unnecessary and does not need to be yeah. in there. It reminds me of that surfer show where they were yes. doing the sports commentators over the surfing and it felt so yes. awkward and weird and just like, why are you why are you talking right now? Uh, surfing yeah. is entertaining to watch. I don't need you to, to ruin it. Um, I did, yeah, it just felt extremely weird, didn't it? And, and uh, when I told you, because I, I watched this before you and I said, that, like, go in with low, low expectations. Maybe you will like it more than I did, I, I said, because... You I wanted Domino's to like more. it. I, I watched yeah. Domino... Mm, well, I have in the past. I went through a phase of watching YouTube videos of people doing domino setups or whatever, like very elaborate right. ones. Um, and there's lots of cool videos on YouTube. So if you want to see dominoes, just go on YouTube and look up like largest domino uh, picture or something like that. Because uh, right. there's plenty of that content out there. This the hosts aren't good. The camera work ruins the dominoes and the. Yeah. The commentators while the domino falls are happening are super annoying. Uh, two of the judge, one only one judge even makes sense because he's an actual domino guy. The other two are just random and, celebrities they brought in, right? Just to have them there because <laughs> celebrities. It, well, one of them's like a football player, so I don't know how uh, popular he is because I don't know enough about football, right? So right. Um. Yeah, what would you give this? Oh, it's got to get like a... I think it's going to get a 1.5 from me. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with I was just disappointed and like, how do you do this wrong? Yeah. Yeah, now I give it a 1. Something I didn't give a 1 was the Jeremy Kyle show Death on Daytime. Uh, This is a documentary about... uh, uh, Jeremy Carl's show and mm-hmm. what happened in 2019 for people that don't know uh, there was a guy called Steve Diamond that took his life after appearing in the uh, TV show and uh, this is like a, a documentary about how awful Jeremy Carl is because holy shit he's a douchebag really okay uh, yes I remember and, uh, a lot of people defending him after it, be, you know, just because probably they yeah. were fans, but I never knew a lot about the guy. I, I The so only thing I like, knew was yeah. that last situation, really, so. Yeah. So it's like guests, uh, loved ones, and uh, whistleblowers. There's a lot of whistleblowers uh, reveals, like, the scandal behind the TV show, and it's extremely interesting i recommend this very much one of the better dec- documentaries i've seen in quite a while uh i will give it a 8.5 cool uh i saw bust down on peacock did you get to see yes this? you did yes okay cool um it is a comedy is it a sitcom it's a it's a sitcom it's it's a workplace workplace sitcom um but it's very crude like all the humor is very crude uh there's some gross gross out humor in there there's lots of cursing it ha- lot uh lots of sex jokes 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess well, when Luke Luke told me about this show, he said, "Oh, be aware that there is a lot of cursing." And I was thinking too much of ah, it's not. I'm sure it's not that much cursing. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised to see this on Peacock of all places. Like, I was like what? Like this feels what the heck is going on. This feels like uh, it doesn't feel HBO. like a Peacock show. It feels in. No, it, it feels like feels a like Netflix HBO. show or something. Yeah, something. A little more, uh, well, I don't think of Peacock, like, I, when I think of Peacock, it's, like, more family-oriented, is usually, mm. and this is definitely not a family show, for sure. No, it's um, definitely not. I guess the premise of it is, what, there's four friends that all work at this casino, mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of... casino. It's just a, each each episode. There's something weird happens. Like the first episode, the one guy gets uh, sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. Really, uh, oh, it's, so, it's so funny. Right, uh, and the second episode, the uh, it has all to do with the sperm bank. Uh, so each episode has like a different thing that happens, but it's always mm. revolving around this casino and these four friends. Um, yeah, it was very good. I think it's very funny. It's, uh... I don't really take anything away from it from the crude humor, but I can see other people not liking it because of that. But me, I'd give it a 7.5. I loved it more than you, look. I really, really, really like this. Mm-hmm. This is hilarious. This was my kind of show. It is uh, very profane, extremely hilarious... And very, very out there. Chris Red is amazing in this. I love him from SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I actually gave this an 8.5. I really, really enjoy this. Uh, uh, one of the best uh, like new shows I've seen in quite a while, to be honest. It, it really, really was funny from the beginning. I'm extremely happy that I saw this. And it's kind of... I, I think this is one of those shows that uh, people either really love or hate. Oh, because yeah. Because I, I went in, into it and I was thinking, nah, I'm sure it's not that many curse words. But it's like, it's hitting you, hitting you from the start. And it's just like, the six episodes that are there just flew by. And you know when you... you, you, you you see a show. It's it just felt so refreshingly funny, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like f- addressing very heavy topics through humor. Uh, yeah, I really really liked it. I I almost give it a nine. Yeah, I I, I it, it's one of the better shows so far this year, definitely, and it's surprise surprise one. But like I said, mm-hmm. if you don't like really crude stuff, I would avoid it because I can see people. Uh, even getting offended at certain... Th- I mean, like you said, they're covering... The first episode is a, uh, talking about sexual assault in a funny way. Right. Right. So people could totally get triggered by that, I can see. Uh, the last thing I saw uh, was called Bad, Bad Vegan Fame Fraud Fugitives. Okay. Is, uh, I think I saw a preview mini- for this. Yeah, it's a mini-show on uh, the Netflix. Um, it... Uh, it is one of those like uh, you you don't believe that this could happen in real life Tiger King uh, kind of shows. I'm a little tired of those, but uh, it's uh, what Netflix uh, does the best, I, I guess. 
Um, I think the story is more crazy than the documentary, and that's kind of my biggest grapes with it. Okay. It's just four. It's I think it's four episodes. Yeah. And uh, I I really like the source material. I I just wish it was a little uh, better. I I I wish it was uh, a little more in depth. It is about this uh, one of New York's most popular vegan restaurants, Pure Food and Wine, and uh, uh, this lady that kind of uh, uh, w- uh, worked there got some bad investor uh, boyfriend that convinced her that, uh, for example, her he could made make her dog uh, not to die. What? Uh, that is kind of, <laughs> yes. What, like, live uh, forever? Live forever, yes. Okay, so she's not the smartest tool in the shed. N- not the smartest tool in the shed, yeah. But I, I think it's a little too shallow for me, but I I mean, I I, I, I recommend it. I, I think it's a very wild true crime documentary that kind of is a little little shallow uh but i will give it a six when you started saying it i thought what you were gonna say is that the she was serving like saying she was serving vegan food and it was actually just all meat no that would have been (laughs) that would be a weird documentary she she got caught by her boyfriend ordering pizza though Uh, what like had meat on it yes dominoes I mean, you can have a vegan restaurant and not be vegan, I suppose. That's not really an issue, but it would be weird if a vegan well, restaurant she, was, she like, was, like, serving people yeah. burgers she, <laughs> and saying and that they were vegan. She, she was also, like, in front of, like, she was, like, a, on the top of, like, uh, best-selling wine wine and food magazines, and she right. had her own cookbook and things like that. I think people would be a little upset if People they found just out. trusted her as a vegan, right. and then she was lying yeah. to them. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be a little bad. Uh, but uh, what about How I Met Your Mother, episode 9, Luke? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, I forgot An about that. An ultimate episode. Let me get the description up. I was ready to do the news. Uh, episode 9, <laughs> J Street, a parental wrench is thrown into Sophie's plan for the day. Jesse's deal. Jesse deals with the aftermath of a truth bomb, and Charlie tries to get the gang excited about soccer, which really wasn't a storyline. It happened, like... No. The, tra- the Charlie like, storyline happened at the very first, what, right. two minutes, and then the last two minutes. Right. Other than that, it was the main storyline. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, I am very, very excited to see the fi- final. Um, I just I'm thought it was very, very weird that we got a to-be-continued at the end of this episode, because yeah. I was like, is this the is this the last episode? Did we miss something? Or, like, what happened? Because... Right. Why just throw it to be continued at the end of this episode and not, like, any other episode up till this point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like... Uh, we had one episode where uh, she met the guy and then the next episode they went on a date. So it's not right. like they were separated and, you know... It Time. wasn't like it wasn't being continued. Uh, right. <laughs> so why put it to be continued in this one? I, it was very strange. Uh, why they just chose to throw that in there. The story was but mostly she's trying to break yeah. up with the one guy 
Josh Peck's character to uh, get with her friend, and her right. friend uh, is trying to break up with his, or trying to not break up with his old girlfriend, but not get together with his ex-girlfriend, who seems to want to get back <laughs> together with him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I di- and then what was the cliffhanger at the end? It was that the mom... Was waiting in the restaurant for him. Oh right, and uh, yeah, and then the mom walks away because she's upset. Like the, uh, you know, the in the future, uh, Sophie, right. uh, and then we see the picture of of him on the wall that she took yeah. in the last episode. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, this was a fine episode. Not the best episode. I'd give it a six point no, five. It's okay. I would give it a seven. Okay. It's totally okay. Okay, now the news. Uh, Now the news. HBO and Discovery Plus will be combined. Uh, Discovery, which is about to become Warner Brothers Discovery within the next month, when its merger with AT&T Warner Media closes, has confirmed plans to combine their current streaming services, Disney... Oh, Discovery Plus and HBO Max into one service rather than offering them as two different platforms in a bundle. So, it's going to be... Is it okay that I don't even know what Discovery Plus has? Well, it's got all the Discovery Channel stuff, and probably... Discovery owns a bunch of other things, like I'm pretty sure they own TLC and all those other (laughs) channels Ah. as well. Um, Okay. I, I remember them having a few, like, uh... Just uh, Discovery Plus shows, but not very many, and nothing that I would like go out of my way to get to pay for an extra streaming service just to see d- the stuff on Discovery Plus. I imagine right. they're going to call it HBO Max, not or maybe maybe oh, yeah. HBO Max Discovery Max Plus. Max Plus. <laughs> HBO Max Plus. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Discovery owns. Or Discovery Plus has stuff from HTTV, Food Network, TLC, ID, Animal Planet, OWN, okay. Magnolia Network, A&E, Lifetime, History Channel, Travel Channel, Sci-Fi, uh, and more. So, you know, it's got all these shows that are on TV, but they're shows that, I don't know, I don't really like, so... Hmm. I mean, I don't really watch the Food Network or Home and Garden Television and those kind of things, right? So What? I, are you not 90 years old? Yeah, I don't watch Lifetime movies <laughs> either. People, Some people love Lifetime movies, so if you love Lifetime movies, you might want to get Discovery Plus, but... Yay! I, I imagine it doesn't do very well as a service. I'm at, uh, HBO Max, obviously, I think does pretty well, but I don't think people, a lot yeah. of people probably have Discovery Plus. I, I don't... <laughs> and my dad has HBO Max, so well. I wonder if you'll end up getting this you know, just in because you're in a different market. Whether it'll, yeah, whether you're going to get Discovery Plus also. I mean, it's I so. a lot of content. It's just a lot of content I don't want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like eighteen seasons of uh, Ninety Days Fiance. Funny enough. Uh, Dolly Is Parton. That TLC. Uh, Is that TLC. Yeah, I think that's TLC. All those yeah. ninety day and uh, all those shows are on TLC. Yeah. Sorry, Dolly Parton. Yes. Dolly Parton respectfully is withdrawing from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations. 
She says, I don't mm-hmm. feel I've earned that right. I mean, how long has she been in the industry? Yeah, I don't know what she, why she thinks she's <laughs> not like, worthy yet. Hello. Like, she yeah. is, like, really famous, has sold many, many records, uh, has yeah. very, tons of famous songs. So I have no problem seeing her in the Hall of Fame. Uh, she says, I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated to for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't feel I've earned the right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I respectfully bow out. Ah, that's uh, why. So I guess maybe whoever she was up against, right. she felt like they deserved it more than she did, but I don't know. Uh. I guess I, I, I'd have to... Uh, it says here, 17 nominees, a batch of heavy hitters including Duran Duran, Eurythmics, and Devo, uh, as well as Duran, Judas Duran. Judas Priest and Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Some of those yeah. are bigger than her. Than Dolly Parton, yeah. But oh, she's st- still very, very famous, so. Yeah. But, you know, I can understand it if she has very mad respect for the people she's been nominated with. I mean, it's really classy. You can say that about yeah. it. Uh, did she say, I beg your pardon, I never promised you a rock and roll or Hall of Fame garden? Audible trial, uh, www.audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. Go get a free trial of audio and a free book. Uh, and there's all a bunch of other stuff besides books. Just go check it out, and it helps us out. Do it. Okay, Eurovision. Eurovision. Uh, let's go to Austria first. Okay. With Lumix featuring Pia Maria. What did you think of this amazingly cool uh, song that I really, really love? Um, it's fine. It's kind. Of, it reminds me of a lot of other pop artists. Like it's, um, it's very, it's kind of Katy Perry esque. Like it's got that very uh, yes standard sound that I've heard a f- bunch of times in the last ten years or whatever. So it's not like there's nothing original or interesting about it in my mind. But it's fine. Hmm. I love it. Uh, I think this is one of my favorites so far this year, actually. I thought the music video was more interesting than the song. Like, it's a pretty decent, (laughs) decently shot and edited music video. So that part made it more interesting, but the song itself wasn't interesting to me. I think her voice is really, really good. And that's kind of like what what helps it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it just had that, it, it had that. A tone of like 10 other pop female pop singers in, that I've heard a hundred times so it's yeah mm. not just not very engaging I don't know I'd give it a I'm gonna give it a five okay I'm going to give it a s- eight an eight okay eight yeah uh, okay I hope you like this at least uh, it's Alvin and Assis with Fulain for France yeah, this was good. Uh, yeah, the stage performance was very good. Uh, the beat is really good. Um, the mm-hmm. one, the one female singer, has a very, very, very good voice. Uh, the guy is 
fine, don't you think? But I think the beat is really he, what carried okay. it. Yeah. I mean, he could be anyone. <laughs> he doesn't sing that much anyway. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he adds a bit to it, to be honest. Uh, yeah. But I think, like I said, the beat good. really carries it, and then the stage performance is good. I don't yeah. I don't know if it'll do that well. Top ten, maybe. So I'm going to give it a... I'll give this one a seven. I'll give it a seven. I am going to give this an eight and a half. Uh, also, did you recognize the language they were singing in? Because it wasn't French. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. Well, no. I, I thought it sounded weird for French, but I thought maybe just the way they were singing it made it sound weird. Yeah, it's it's like it, I I don't know what uh, what language it is, but I uh, I know it's not French. Are these? Are they being, going to be accused of some type of witchcraft uh, by some <laughs> <Probably>. by people? <laughs> okay, let's uh, do the uh, country we have promised maybe the longest, Sweden. Uh, Cornelia Jacobs would hold me closer, and I al almost said Tiny Dancer there. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, um... Emma Willis has a great voice. Uh, this is the first thing I thought when I saw this. Why does this lady look... They could be twins. Her and Emma Willis, the, the old host of what? Uh, Big Brother UK. Big Brother UK. They, like, are twins. They it's look... insane. <laughs> I didn't see that before you mentioned it. And now I can see it. It's <laughs> so funny. They have the same oh. eye, like, Emma Willis has very distinctive eyes, too. And this lady yes. has the same uh, same eyes, same haircut, <laughs> same cheekbones, same everything. Now that you say it, oh gosh, now I can't unwatch that. Right. That so funny. Uh, but she's, <laughs> the song's very good. The, uh, the stage performance is not, there's not much going on there. Right. So this is uh, one of those songs that... I was like, is this from Sweden? Like, this this feels... I'm very happy that I sent this. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Uh, Force and Firmus was like 13 years ago. They sent a female or something. So it's like, uh, not that long, but but it's, it feels like that. But um, uh, it, it's a very un-Swedish uh, 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 song. And it feels... I really, really liked it. I, 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 I think one of the things that that gets it for me is her voice, uh, and it, it, it's it's a mood. It's a mood. This song. Really, really like this. Yeah, I don't understand what the big green thing behind her spinning it is necessarily for, other than just something to look at in the background. It just right. Like I said, not a lot of stage performance, but her her voice really. Uh, is really what uh, puts this thing through. I, I don't know. I'd give it a. Uh, I'll give it a seven point five. I guess. Yeah, and I will give it an eight point five. I think this is going to do well just because people like these oh, yeah. kind of songs in Eurovision. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it'll a, probably a... be top five even maybe. Oh yeah, I I I think Sweden is a contender for 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 the winner. To be honest. Okay. Um. Moving news, uh, we had the BAFTAs, uh, 
uh, and uh, The Power of the Dog wins Best Picture and Director. So maybe, maybe it will get those prizes later. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a very good chance. Uh, it could get an Oscar for something. Um, will Smith, uh, what does it say? Cumberbatch missed out on the leading actor category, losing to Will Smith for his performance in King Richard. Um, Marcus Green, the director of King Richard, picked up a prize in the place of the actor, though. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, best actress jo Joanna Scalin. Um, what was that for? After Love. Um, Dune took the most awards of the night with five. So, mm -hmm. um, Kenneth Branagh wins the best outstanding British film for Belfast. I can think that kind of goes without saying. Yeah, that was uh, the best British movie this year. So. Okay, um, that's interesting. It definitely, I mean, I think it would be, since we accidentally did our predictions so early, I, have mm -hmm. a I feel like if you want to change something in the next few weeks or whatever, in your nah. Oscar things, you could. Um, nah. But just think I'm about that. To, I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it uh, all on black. You're going to let it ride? Uh mm -hmm. Rust, uh, coming back up, Ar the armorer on Rust claims Alec Baldwin ignored gun safety rules against all common sense. Uh, the, they, she has alleged that the actor and producer was guilty of breaching several safety rules, which ultimately led to the death of the cinematographer. The onset tragedy, in the onset tragedy that occurred on October 21st, 2021, um... According to the documents filed by Baldwin's legal team on Friday, his contracts protects him from uh, indemnification over the tragedy. Okay. Uh, she claims that she was not asked to inspect the revolver before it was used in an impromptu rehearsal by Baldwin. Hmm. Okay, so that's yeah. what she's claiming, that they didn't maybe notify her that this was even happening when it happened, so... Hmm. Well, uh, I haven't seen that many movies. I've seen two. Do uh, you want to talk about the movie we saw together first? Maybe? Sure, yeah. I only saw two movies I mean, also, so... Because it was so good, I mean. Uh, we saw The Adam Project. What is The Adam Project about, Look, It's about time travel. In the future, sure time is. travel is invented. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's being run by like an evil corporation. So Ryan Reynolds' character is coming back in time to try to, what, stop time travel being invented, kind of? Mm-hmm. Right. This this is exposition, the movie. I have never, ever seen so many expectations in a movie in my entire life. Yeah, they did a lot of... Ex so there's, much. like, a classic uh, thing in film that you learn, uh, which is, what, showed... Don't tell. Tell, yeah. And they did a lot of telling in this instead of showing, which is an <sighs> yeah. issue. Um, a lot of telling. And the th the concept of it, just because it's a time travel movie, automatically it's going to be a little bit confusing when you're traveling through different times and who, mm. whatever. Uh, there's always going to be like a 
they kind of they bring up the grandfather paradox and all those things that always come in uh, to being a problem in these kind of movies but uh it just felt a lot of the time travel lore in this felt very convoluted and made up and silly um but it is a comedy also so th- what are you going to do well it wasn't funny that would be... There was... Maybe. I think we laughed once or twice, maybe. Uh, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, he plays the same character in every movie. He's just yeah. playing Ryan Reynolds. He's playing the same character he plays in uh, every movie he's ever been in. As far as I can tell, every show he's ever been in. Uh, and the Shy Lecter in this is abysmal. Yeah, that might have been the worst part, I guess. And yeah. And everything, actually, everything around it too. It's not filmed all that well, but no, I guess it's just kind of a you know mindless entertainment for certain people. But it really, by the at the end of it, both me and Fro were like speechless. Like, what did we just watch? What, yeah, what yeah. was that? <laughs> Why did yeah. they make this piece of crap? Yeah. Uh, so overall, yeah, I gave it because it, uh... it, it felt like extremely much expex- expedition. Nothing really happening. And that's kind of my my main problem with it is like uh like a twenty minutes explanation of the time travel thing instead of like showing it, and then we had a super long exposition about other things. It's like why why are you doing this like it is so freaking irritating I don't know I wouldn't be surprised if this was just written by a i like this yeah. didn't seem like it was written by a human. That's probably what what that probably is what's happening here. I don't know. And maybe it's not. It's trying very very hard to be like. Uh, it's trying very well, uh, hard to be like uh, a, a very like nineties movies like ET or or uh, like. Uh, you think? Back to the future. Yeah. Maybe. And I did. Yeah, no, I didn't like it. I am going to give it a two and a half, Luke. That's what I gave it. So we're on the same yeah. page. Uh, King Richard, I saw this week. Uh, the Will Smith movie about uh, Serena Williams and her. Well, Serena. Well, the Williams sisters and their father. It's mostly about their father. Were you a little disappointed that they didn't rap in this movie? <laughs> Uh, well, I wasn't expecting it, but <laughs> were you expecting it? Uh, no. I mean, it was it was good. The acting is really, yeah. really good. Uh, everybody is really good in it. It just feels a little uh, weird, like pull you know that pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality of like mm. uh, this is the only way to succeed in America is to. Uh, be constantly pushing yourself to the point of like it's exhaustion. It's the most Oscar baity uh, Oscar film this year. Yeah, maybe. I think you're probably yeah. well. Power of the Dog is a little Oscar baity. Yeah. Uh, I think either. I think they're kind of on the same level of Oscar bait. Yeah. Uh, it just in different ways. This one in one way, and the other one in a way where it's like very artsy. Uh, you, you know, very yeah. cinematic and everything. This one, the story is very interesting, and uh, Will Smith definitely deserves uh, any awards he gets for this. Oh, yeah. I just, there's certain things about it that, like, growing up around kids whose parents were pushing them into sports, like, I mean, I think everybody knew a kid when they went to school that their 
father or mother or whatever would push them so hard, like way too mm. hard. Like children need to be able to go out and, you know, do the, decide what they want to do for themselves. Like you've, they kind of gloss over the fact that like this guy just um, like, like you, at no point in the movie do the girls ever get like upset and go like, I don't feel like playing tennis today. And then there's an argument about like, Oh, they, they just constantly are super happy about playing tennis. There's no point where that's like a discussion of like, well, maybe these little girls want to do something else with their life. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like yeah. that gets glossed over. And I, I, I don't know, just being around parents that were like that when I was a kid, uh, mm. those kind of things, I don't know. They can even be a, like a abusive, child abuse yeah. to agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, that being said, I'll give it a, it's got a, Got to get a high score. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Cool. Have you seen uh, or heard of Last Man Down, Look. Last Man Down? No. It sounds mm -hmm. familiar, though, for some reason. It's been on the top of Netflix in America. It's not on uh, Norwegian Netflix. Okay. Uh, but it has... Oh, yeah, I did watch this. Yeah. You have seen this? Okay. I think I watched it like two weeks ago or something. Let me look okay. back. Continue. Uh, yeah. Uh, Norwegian media has talked a lot about this movie because uh, the main actor is Norwegian. Daniel Stiansen. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, that's was more or less why I watched it. Uh, it's a very action movie. It's 87 minutes of uh, action movie. Uh, and end of the and, world movie also. Yes, and it's very action movie. And it's really, really trying to be kind of like... It, I said Rambo. Ra yes, Rambo, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, but it's not bad. By any, like, it's not the worst movie I've seen in the world. Uh, I give it a 7. I gave it a 2. Oh, Three really? weeks ago, yeah. Cool. I saw it three weeks ago, and I thought it was awful. I thought the dialogue oh. was the worst part of it, yeah. I loved it. You it didn't think cool. the dialogue was felt like he? they wrote it like he was a caveman? <laughs> he was Norwegian. I guess so. It just it felt like uh, they wrote the dialogue because he couldn't, like... Okay, I, I will give it a six. Then. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> you you can do it give it whatever you want it's fine but yeah no uh the director is swedish as well so no oh, okay cool. yeah i knew he well, was from somewhere not american that was definitely obvious yes he, but olga kent she was really good in it i really liked her the female lead yeah i i just I just thought it was, uh, the acting was not great, but apparently I, cool. apparently you did, so. I, I liked it, you didn't. It's okay to, it's, uh, we have to agree to disagree, isn't that what they say when people don't agree to things? Uh, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, something I'm, I'm, uh, kind of looking forward to is, uh, I'm here. No, I'm there. I'm, yes. I'm here. PG-13 look. Yeah. Very long. PG-13. 
I love to talk to people. I love to meet people. Mm. Okay, cute little old lady. Whoever told you that I am old? Look at me. Uh, yeah. I did just call you old. Was she calling me out right there? Fight for survival. Hate crimes are on the rise. I was born in Warsaw. I was a happy teenager until the Nazis invaded Poland. Let me guess, she didn't like that. Well, no, I don't think anybody did. So she's a just my niece Roma left. Holocaust survivor, obviously. We are condemned to death. The animation's kind of interesting. Looks mm -hmm. like they're animating her story as she's telling it in this documentary. That's right. But they're also showing the like actual footage in certain parts. Oh wow, that's cool. They went from the real footage to the animated stuff. Yeah. To the very person who denies your own history. Oh yeah. Believing that the Holocaust was the Well, that was Charlottesville footage from a few years ago. We should not forget. I agree. Why was I chosen to survive? I'm standing here among all of you. Me. I'm getting choked up by the trailer of this. Yeah, movie. me too. I'm, I'm <laughs> almost crying. Oh, I was really sorry. That was really beautiful. <laughs> I was a two-minute trailer, and I can't oh, even imagine gosh. trying to watch that movie. You'd just be oh. bawling your eyes out the whole time. Oh, gosh, that was beautiful. So, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Let me do a... Yeah, Oscar-nominated movie all about, like I usually say. Oh, right, yeah. I was ready to... I'm so out of it today. Everything got thrown off this morning. Okay, here we go. Ella is not the average 98-year-old. Her magnetic personality makes her even makes her past even more surprising. The spirited South African Holocaust survivor reveals her astonishing life journey and unravering appreciation for life. Uh, 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.4 out of 5 on Movie Insider, uh, directed by jo Jordi Sank. Yeah, uh, uh, I didn't find any bad reviews for this. Oh, uh, no, me neither. I mean, it's got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, so uh, yeah. I'm not surprised, but I went to the IMDb, uh, 8 out of 10, T is Not Cold from Bigger Heart 13. Some stories have a magic never-ending, oh, never-aging and can be told again and again and still feel fresh. Romance is an example. Even an educated audience in the 21st century should already know a good amount about the Holocaust. It still draws in attention when told by those who actually experienced it firsthand. The magic behind this, I guess, being genuine and human uh, response to it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, 
an anonymous person gave it a four and a half star and said, I love old grandma movies. I love old grandma. <laughs> okay. I mean, that was the first thing I said when I saw it was like, look at this little adorable old lady. lady. Yeah. I really uh, want to watch this now. It's got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm wondering who gave it a bad review. You know what I'm saying? Well, I did find that. Okay. That I just found it, too. Movie Nation. Yes, Movie Nation. Okay, and what did they... they bad. Uh, they, they say, uh, uh, it says that, uh, they, there's a South African elephant in the room that the South African filmmaker didn't broach. As we see images from Ella and her husband driving Johannesburg retail clothing and establishing in the 1960s, of course we don't see a single blackface among the staff or the customers. Hmm. Okay, so, so they're saying it's racist? Yes. Interesting. Okay, yeah. weird. Uh, I mean, just because there's only there's ten reviews and there's one guy who didn't like it. Yeah, ignoring uh, 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 that it's... Uh, they say that uh, never again and things like that. Ignoring the dishonest at the best and death tone at, at, at the very least. Okay, so, I mean, I don't know they how... They didn't like it. I don't know how credible Roger Moore from the movie Nation is, to be honest, but... I don't know. At least there's one uh, opposing view out there. Uh, is it that Roger Moore, you think? No. he's got. There's a picture of him right there. He's just some young guy in is a suit. It? Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was it. I was like, is it that Roger Moore? <laughs> uh, All My Friends Hate Me is a movie that came out. Oh, Pete. I was. I thought you were thinking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Pete is cautiously excited about reuniting with his college crew for a birthday weekend, but one by one, his friends slowly turn against him. Starring Tom Stoughton, Joshua McGuire, and Georgina Campbell, directed by Andrew Gaynord. It's mm. a weird last name. It is. <laughs> Uh, Couldn't have been season. easy to grow up with that last name. <laughs> yeah. Off-season, uh, upon uh, receiving a mysterious letter that uh, her mother's uh, grave has been vandalized, Maria quickly returns to isolated offshore island where she was buried, just as she arrives the island close for the season as the bridge gets erased until springtime. Left stranded, Maria soon realized that there's something not quite right as she wants strong interaction after another. She must now unveil the mysterious behind her mother troubled past to make it out alive. Uh, directed by Mick Keaton. Uh, 5 out of 10 on IMDb. 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, 55% on Metacritic, 64% of Google users like this movie. Uh, Cherry Bushido, trained by a secret organization, a young woman leaves her astral body and heads to the spirit world to save Japan from a demon. Okay. This has to be animated. Come on. Uh, doesn't look like it. Uh, no. Let's see, what is it? Does it say anything about that? No. Uh, okay. Starring 
Fumiki Shimizu and Kayoshi Nakajo. Nakajo. Oh, uh, them. This is oh. definitely not animated. Mm, let's see, I don't see any scores anywhere. It doesn't have any scores. Uh, no running. Uh, you have to take that. Okay. I'll take the next one. Let me go uh, here really quick. Okay. Uh, Tyson's run, I guess. I thought there was Google no running. Is... <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Uh, when 15-year-old Tyson attends public school for the first time, his life changes forever. While helping his father to clean up the football team, he befriends championship mar marathon runner, runner Akilu. Uh, never letting his autism holding him back, Tyson becomes determined to run his first marathon as his hope of winning his father's approval. With the help of unlikely clients and his parents, he soon learns that anything is possible when you have faith in yourself and courage to take the first step. Directed by Kim Base. And it actually has one of my favorite actresses in it uh, that I really like, Amy Smart. I really liked her. Yeah, she's good. Okay, no running. A black high school student finds himself under suspicion after the mystery disappearance of a classmate during a party, leading him to resort to desperate measures to uncover the truth and prove his innocence. Directed by Delmar Washington. Uh, it's got Lauren Gray in it and Skylin Brooks. Mm. She's from TikTok. 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. <laughs> Not great. Uh, yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. What, you're saying Lauren Gray isn't a great actor, I think is what we're <laughs> learning here. Come on. Well, let's talk about the new Zac Efron movie. Uh, it is called Gold. In a non-distant uh, future, two drifters uh, traveling through the desert stumble across the biggest gold nugget ever found and dream of uh, immersive wealth and greed takes hold. They hatch a plan to excavate their bounty uh, uh, with one man leaving uh, uh, to secure necessary tools the other man to remains and must endure harsh desert elements, reversing wild dogs and mysterious intruders while battling a sinking suspicion that he has been abandoned to his own fate. Yeah, with Zac Efron. Zac Efron, you, you know. Zac Efron. And uh, Sam uh, Worthington as well. And yeah, Nathan he's good. I, re I really yeah. like Sam Worthington. I'd watch this just for him. Yeah. And the description sounds kind of interesting. Uh, 5 out of 4, 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, almost a 1 point from Nice, uh, and 48% on Metacritic, and 54% of you Google users liked it. I think that's the one I want to watch the most. Uh, I think I want to see I Am Here. I'm in for a good cry. I guess, I mean, I'd watch it. I don't know if I would go out of my way to watch it. I do want to see No Running, just because that looks like it's awful, probably. <laughs> that, that, that sounds awful, at least. It could be a good one just for to watch for the end of the year bad movie things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, we will do this all again. Uh, we will do News of the Week, 
TV and movie of the week. You will do Eurovision. Uh, the UK look. Maybe we'll talk about the UK. Okay, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last episode of How I Met Your Father. Uh, that will be nice. Then we will do uh, another digital review of The Unbreakable Boy. I'm going to guess that it has something to do with someone that jumps from a very hard distance and down on a hard surface and it doesn't break anything. I'm guessing it's a cartoon, but uh, for my joke answer, I'm just going to say Bubble Boy. It's Bubble Boy. Bubble <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Talk about weird references. Uh, and it... Uh, well, should we talk about how crazy Connor West is? Sure, yeah. Go into that. Everything... Everything that's gone on this... I mean, we talked, I think, a little bit in the past about the whole Pete, Davidson, Kanye, Kim situation, but what happened this week? Well, he just... He... He... He said that uh, he thinks that he fears that uh, um, Kim Kardashian will start on drugs because she's with Pete Davidson. It, does Pete Davidson do drugs? Is, like, is he w- well known for being? I don't know. I've, I don't know. I mean, I, he probably smokes weed or something. Maybe that's what he's talking about. It's just like it's so weird. His our office inches weird. I mean, he's being crazy, but the the divorce with with uh, with uh, Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. really like. Well, he was not stable true. before the divorce, remember? I mean, right. I think that's a and lot now, of the reason they got divorced in the first place. Yeah, mm. and now he's even worse. Uh, according to page six from seven hours ago, Davidson has, has been candid about his love of marijuana, but always maintained that he's never done any other drugs. Right. At one point, he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder... Uh, he thought his mental illness was a drug problem, but I've been a pothead forever. Uh, so maybe Kanye is just talking about weed. But it's just like, yeah. I mean, I... what other drugs could he possibly t- be talking about? I mean, I, maybe what he's Pete Davidson has some kind of um, chronic illness that causes him have like bags under his eyes or something. Is what I'm to understand. Like, that's why he has, like, those black, dark circles. Is because he's, he's got, like, Crohn's disease or something. Um, yeah. And also, he, he posted, like, things on Instagram where it says, Pete Davidson encouraged audience with jokes about having sex with babies. It's like, he's just, like, so... F- he, stop. Can someone take, like... I think this is my encouragement. Can, like, people stop tweeting, please? Yeah, you would think, like, I guess Kanye doesn't have, like, a manager. Because you would think if Kanye had a manager that was, like, or a PR team, that they would be like, hey, we can't have you doing doing this, <laughs> right? And and it's like, he's posting, like, private DMs he has with Pete Davidson, and, like, it's just, like, chill the fuck out. But then I also saw this week that Pete Davidson sent him a picture of him, like, in bed with Kim just to fuck with Kanye, right. which, like, that's so, not... You're messing right. with an he's unstable not... person, <laughs> right? Right, he's not 
uh, on. He's not uh, unguilty of anything. That's not he's not innocent just, in this situation. Right. But uh, but Kanye is definitely the aggressor. Obviously, I mean, I don't yeah. think Pete Davidson would have done anything if Kanye wasn't being so wild. <laughs> A lot uh, of videos this week about the YouTubers who are going to prison for twenty four hour challenge. Did you see this? No, I didn't. There's these two YouTubers. I want to. I don't. Saucy and something. Saucy and spice. Something like that. Uh, okay. They did a 24. hour You know the old 24 hour challenge that hasn't been a thing since like 2014. Um, J Station used used to do 24 hour challenges. They did mm -hmm. one. Actually, did it in Target, I guess. And so they got charged with trespassing and everything. And they're could go to jail for seven years for making this YouTube video is what people are saying. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not worth it. What I saw is that there's security footage that they just they went in there, they were in there after hours, they didn't even stay all night. They left through a security door. The security oh. door, like, the alarm went off, and that's wow. how they got caught. And then they even came back the next day to finish filming the video to make it look like oh they my. did stay there all night. Oh, that is so <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, there's and just dumb that you wow. think you could get away with that. Like you didn't think there were cameras in the store, like at that were wow. on at night and everything. But I guess yeah. they think that because they see other YouTubers that make it look like they do this, but they obviously it's all fake, right? I mean, yeah. at least most of them are all fake. Uh, the Cassini stock documentary about David Dobrik. Right. Which nobody <laughs> can really watch, but it's apparently right. out there. It was it's at South by Southwest, and so yes. the chances are, chances are, just because there is a lot of talk about it, excuse me, it's going to get picked up by some streaming service, probably. Right. I, I hope it does. And then we'll be able to watch it at that point. Sounds super interesting. I've heard mixed uh, reviews. See, I I heard hmm? one person that I heard watched it, I think was who, and, and they said it was really interesting, and then another person said, I think Def Noodles said it was complete garbage. Hmm. Like, the movie itself was total crap. Um, that uh, they kind of glossed over the whole um, uh, sexual assault thing that happened with David. Like, they didn't oh, even really? talk about it at all. Yeah, that's what I'm to understand. Huh. Uh, conspiracy uh, theories with Shane Dawson is back. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Do you um, see this? Uh, well, I thought they he put one out, like, a while ago that was, like, about a ghost bridge or something. No, he, he, he did it yesterday. Oh, no. I, well, I don't follow Shane Dawson. Yeah. I don't like Shane... I've never liked Shane Dawson, so... Yeah, no, I, I got it recommended. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see, what else happened this week? I feel like there was something really early in the week uh, that happened that I'm not remembering. Hmm. I don't remember. You don't remember? Well, I can't help you. I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I got nothing. I I guess that's that's it for for me, unless I can remember okay. this. Uh, yeah, well, try, try. 
Oh, I, I don't have to go anywhere, so. So we just sit here and wait? <laughs> just sit there and wait till you remember what it was that you're trying to remember. Oh, the Channel 5 thing, that's what it was. The uh, truck right. convoy. Yes. That was super interesting. Uh, that was very, very Longest Channel 5 video, I think, ever, right? An mm -hmm. hour oh, yeah. plus. I mean, they made that one documentary about the twins. That was like 40 minutes long or something. Mm -hmm. This was longer than that. And yeah. some of the stuff that these people were talking about, about um, how they think there there isn't actually a war happening in Ukraine at all, that it's all just media mm -hmm. uh, propaganda and it's that there's not actually uh, anything happening over there. And then other people th like that think that Putin is doing the right thing because he's trying to bring down the deep state and stuff. I mean that mm. those were the craziest parts of it I thought what did you what do you think Yeah that was super super crazy Uh South Carolina county councilman wears confederate flag t-shirt to community event that was funny Uh yeah I mean what did he ex I mean I would expect he did it specifically to get a reaction out of people right Yeah Yeah I think so Let's hope so I think in those uh, kind of situations, okay. like you, it's mm -hmm. best to just not talk about those people because yeah. what they want is you for you to be talking about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get a coffee maker. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Did you decide on which one you're getting? Because last time yes. on, when we talked on Monday, you were still kind of going between. Yes. A few I'm different. I'm going to get myself a Dolce Gusta. Exciting. Does mm -hmm. it make just straight coffee, or does it do anything special? No, that that's one of the things that I... Uh, that's why I decided, decided to go with the Dolce Gusta, because the Nescafe uh, one only makes coffee, but the Dolce Gusta also makes, like, chocolate and tea. Okay, does it do any... So... Oh, yeah, okay, nice. You gotta yeah. get one of those, like, workaround things so you don't have to spend money on the pods, because those things are super expensive and they're kind of bad for the environment who cares about the environment <laughs> oh who cares we're gonna about be dead the before the earth yeah. burns up so who cares and i'm not going to have any kids are you going to have kids no no so no. why do you we care yeah well, that's a good point yeah yeah <laughs> For people that don't understand this, this is called irony. This is called a joke, um, everybody. <laughs> Not the kids part, but that we don't care part. <laughs> I'm never ever going to have kids. Never, ever. I you don't think... I, yeah, Do I, you hear that? I have no I'm desire to have children either. I think a lot of people <laughs> our age are not into it. I'm, I mean, like... I'm 42. Why Why do I want kids now? Well, not only that, like, it's just the world has been so fucked the entire time I've, I was alive. Right. I've been alive that it's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, don't get kids. That's that's a good solution. That's 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 my my closing words of this, this uh, podcast is don't get kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen.
Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.